This week's episode is brought to you by Oh My God, There's New Great Nature Reveals. I'm so fucking excited. The only podcast where your your regular host is too busy creaming himself over a children's trading card to actually intro properly. I'm Root Beer. I'm Matt. What? <laughs> I mean, he's right, but like, uh, oh yeah, name. I'm excited. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you can't even. You can't. Can't even talk. What? What is it that you could possibly be so excited about? Uh, the great nature got reveals for things, and uh, and they're big cats, and I'm happy. And uh, you learned that he's a cat person, so I'm I think I'm a dog person. I think in real life, although I have a cat. Her name's Sophie. She's licking herself right now. Does Sophie meow a lot for no reason? No, she doesn't. She's not much of a meow. My, my cat, my cat is he's he's pretty. Ch- he's a chonker. A chonker. What's a chonker? <laughs> A chunker is is a, is a, he is a a large cat. Oh, large chunker, round sense. A chunker, yeah. Gotcha. Well, I mean, I still have that picture of you guys where he's like looking at you, like, please don't hurt me. Yeah. So, what he does is he'll just meow incessantly until for, for no reason. Like he'll have food, he'll have water, he'll have a clean litter box, he'll be petted, and just still be meowing. And you're like, what do you want? Meow. What? What? <laughs> I love, that, I love that meme where it's like he doesn't protect, he doesn't attack, but most importantly, he constantly meow for additional snack. Right, but he, but he has snack. Lost <laughs> <laughs> this meme where it's like, what if I told you you can eat the bottom like layer of food at the, in your bowl, and the cat like is like, oh. <gasps> I don't know. I mostly just wake up with my cat next to me, just judging me. Like you, you you're ugly when you sleep. <laughs> Same or whatever it is, cats. Well, uh, so let's talk about these uh, these cards that you're so excited about. Holy! So I guess the first one is what Grand Strike Dragon. Uh, oh wait, that's the wrong thing. Never mind. Yeah, that's the thing I'm excited about. The Gear Chronicle thing. <laughs> yeah, Atlas Novak, the guy who plays Gear Chronicle. Oh yeah, <laughs> running around Nexus Core. Hey guys, I have another Gear Chronicle deck profile for you. That's not why I'm fucking excited. <laughs> I'm excited because this glorious cat is back, School Hunter Leopold. Grade 3, 12K, Excel gift. If you have a grade 3 in your soul, you can use the auto ability twice, including Whoa. when placed abilities, you do them twice. So on Van, when placed, you put the top card of your deck into your drop zone and perform one of these effects below, depending on that card's type. If it was a normal unit, you look at four cards from the top of your deck, call up to two grade two or less cards among them to rear, and shuffle. And if it was a trigger unit, this unit gets plus 15k and a crit until end of turn. All I heard was that it's new great nature stuff, and <laughs> so, yeah. So you can theoretically ride this thing and just call four things? Yep. That's sweet. Or, or gain like 30k and two crits. Nice. Or you call two things and get 15k and a crit? This seems pretty freaking sweet. Yes. Yeah. It, uh, it, especially so, for an Excel card. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it's an Excel... It, it's a card that can immediately fill its Excel circle, not from your hand, Gold Paladin. Yeah, so this is um, so this is kind of a theme with... the this is So this stream revealed the theme that Great Age are going to have, where they're going to have... um, So the theme is going to be milling, the, milling cards. So, um, not not as much as Grand Blue. You're just going to be milling cards for effects of cards that you play. And the whether the parity of the unit, whether it's a normal unit or a trigger unit, will determine the effect that you get. Yes. Other so example- example- what? Oh, I was going to read a card, but go ahead. Oh, no, go ahead. I, I did the first one. and uh, had- So another another example is uh, Binoculus Tiger. So this is the triple R grade. This is a retrain of the tri- the original triple R. Uh, so it's, and the new one says, Van or Rear, when it attacks a Vanguard, you can counterblast one. If you do, you put the top card of your deck in drop zone, then apply one of the effects, depending on the type of unit sent to the drop zone. Um, normal unit, you draw a card. And then trigger unit, you choose an opponent's rear guard, retire it, and your front row your front row units get power plus five thousand on the turn, which is pretty strong. Yeah, so you either immediately refund Binoculus himself, or you get to kill something in great nature, which we literally did not have the ability to do that until now. Well, you could kill stuff, but only your own. Yes, but yeah. they got rid of it's. But I I think it's good. That if you were going to get rid of, if you're going to make a new mechanic, if you're going to make a Great Nature Excel, 
getting rid of the self-retire makes a lot of sense. Yes. Um, and then the, and then the last one was uh, Monoculus Tiger, which, much like the thing, was a retrain of the Drain One. So uh, when it attacks or boosts a rearguard, you can Soul Blast, and you put the top card of your deck in drop zone. If it was a normal unit, your opponent can't call Sentinels from uh, hand to guard circle, and if it was a trigger, your opponent can only call triggers from hand until the end of the battle. So. Hello, Zoa Shenanigans. Nice to meet you right. again. So this can boost the Rhino yes. to make it so your opponent just can't guard, guard ever. Except for G-Guards. Can't guard the Sentinels, except G-Guards. So they have to guard Zoa with with G-Guards and stuff. Yeah. So that's pretty good. We're, we're going to go over this when we eventually get to the set review for this thing, but I, like, I woke up to this stream this morning. I couldn't think about anything else all day, like... Great I was at work, so I couldn't really read stuff uh, completely. I was kind of looking at my phone, like between classes. But uh, yeah, I think this is like pretty. So this uh, this is going to give a already. We can see some kind of like um, Ichi Tom esque shenanigans for Great Nature and Premium. Yes. Um, the issue. So the issue is going to come up that they, to make sure they have the early game to survive, which is going to depend a lot on their new cards. Um, because the I mean, there's some old cards that can do stuff for Great Nature. But we'll just see how it plays out. I'm, uh, I don't want to make any decisions now. Me neither, but off mm-hmm. of these three cards alone, the amount of crazy shit I can do in premium is palpable. Now, I do have some reservations about the new Great Nature stuff, Same. and you can check me on this as we as we go. Uh, one thing I have is that the um, you are paying cost for a, for a random effect. Yes, that's... Um, for In the case of Monoculus Tiger, in the case of Leopold, I don't think it's a huge deal. I think... For Leopold, sometimes you'll really, really, really just want the calls, and you're more likely to get the normal unit than the trigger unit in general, mm-hmm. since your deck is has twice as many normal units as trigger, trigger units. Um, with that being said, it does matter a lot in the case of Binoculus Tiger. If you have low amounts of low amounts of rear guards, you're definitely going to want to mill a mill a normal unit. But if you have high, oh, full front row, you're definitely going to want to mill a trigger unit. You, like, you're looking to mill a trigger unit, and milling a normal unit is kind of a huge downside and kind of losing a CB for not a very great effect. So, I mean, drawing card is good. I'm not saying drawing card is not a great effect, but I'm saying, like, contextually, it's less good than giving your front row 5k. Well, one thing that is nice is uh, because this is on attack, you can, like, drop your hand and then... Like it's not like I call binoculars tiger, and then oh I didn't have a front row to buff. It's gotta. It's after you've called everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, although it would be, it does kind of suck with the on attack thing if you get the draw because then you're like, what if I needed this to make a board, and then now it's in yeah. my hand now instead of during the main phase. Yeah. So I do think like sometimes like you're playing a bit of randomness here. Yes. Mm-hmm. But I think Leopold is very strong. I think the. Like I think on average, like you're probably you're getting you're on average you're probably getting either two units, fifteen k to crit, or four units. Yeah. Uh, uh, unfortunately, if you do mill two normal units, you're looking at top four is probably less good. But overall, overall, I think this is like a great way to fill Excel circles. Yes. And this is kind of how Excel clans probably should look. Um, it's but an Excel I, I, clan that almost plays like a protect clan because you want to ride on top of the grade three. Well, I mean, if you look at the Excel clans that are succeeding, aka Murakumo, Murakumo has a lot of, has some ways to even plus up to two units. Yes, for mm-hmm. one CB. Not oh, touche. And this is a way to plus two, like probably you could, like even writing this first, you can plus two units for nothing. Mm-hmm. Also, you don't have to pay any cost for this. It's just ride right. mill, like yeah, done. so free. Yeah, which is why I think this card is like pretty strong. Like it's free either fifteen k to crit or free two units just on the first ride. And God forbid, you know, this is you write it again, then you're like, oh, am I, am I going to call four things? Am I going to call two things and get a 15k to crit? Like, this guy <laughs> could just become a problem. I'm, I'm the opposite of George is getting upset. I'm, I'm so happy. <laughs> right? This is better than I could have hoped for because I said that we could – the fact that Great Nature was Excel is a benefit in that you can do crazy stuff with Ballot Earl, but now you can – because it's an on-ride skill, this meshes with premium perfectly. Mm-hmm. Unlike mm-hmm. things like Tachikaze or 
Okay, my, my cat's burrowing under my covers without me there. Weird. Okay, so uh, unlike Tachikaze or Neo Nectar, where it's two mechanics that are conflicting with each other, this works. This can work together. Sorry, I'm reading. Um, I'm reading the uh, Stride for Leopold. The Leopold. Oh, <laughs> that thing's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was just seeing if it were randomly good if you did have a Leopold, but it's apparently just not. Uh, okay, so. When this attacks a Vanguard, if you it, have a hardcore with Leo... Then you search for it at the end of the turn. Yeah, pretty bad. Well, it is nice if, like, let's say you do the Leo check top four, call two things, one of them is a Leo, right? And then you can kill that Leo and search another one. This is this is too high rolly for me. Like, oh, yeah, even, of course. Yeah, that's a little much. Like, yeah, I, I just don't think it's good enough. But it is pretty sweet. Yeah, looks nice. So, I mean, and so some people think the kind of the Ichi Tom... The you know the kind of second stride you know you're basically just can't guard kind of stuff is a little powerful. Yeah. But I think premium like is okay to have second stride your dead kids. Like if 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 you haven't done like if you haven't made the game winnable like if you haven't like pushed your opponent by second stride like the game like the game should be over in premium. There's also now, we also what, what, had something like that before this even. Where you can combine Mana Garm with Talented Rhinos and you can only G Guard, which again, mm-hmm. like this, is it's the same thing. So, right. I mean, this Zoa Zoa plus this garbage is a little more powerful, but yeah. that's supposed to be the point. And I think, like, so second stride, you're dead. I think is fine is fine in the sense that I think that's where premium should be. Is like if you you know if your opponent gets a second stride first, they should just kill you. Or, you know, have an option to have some kind of option with an unguardable attack or, you know, some ridiculous bullshit. Um, but I think the problem is things like No Life King, which just does it on grade three ride. Yep. Where you're just like, excuse me. And, and like, also think... can make can make its own damage, so it's not even like I can damage deny this and no, just call the self damage or use the cat to unflip all the damage you just did. Do all the yeah. stands and then put them back at the end. It's not. Yeah, it's just. The I just stars think it's aligned. <laughs> In the no, like, way. So absurd, and I think something's going to have to be done about that deck. Like, I think you that deck is too good. Yep. I, it doesn't fit along the same lines as premium as premium decks should. Like, I think second stride is where you know game should be pushing to end, mm-hmm. and this 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 deck is like way before. Way before in the context of a whole fucking turn or something, but you know what? You know what I mean? Like a yeah. turn and a half before, oh, no, which I is ha- still I have strong. the deck hit assassin, please, Bushirid. Put, <laughs> put it to one. I'm okay with it. Right, like assassin is just too good. It's still like with full board. That's still two restands on no life king. It's fine. It's good. It also hit Gize, but that's more just annoyance at the fact that. Yeah. One of the people on Proof's Discord is like, I'm going to make Great Nature Gize, and uh, that makes me sad. Yeah, I mean, I think the deck is cool. I'm glad. I'm, I'm glad. Like, I'm. I, I think it's cool that the deck exists. Like, I think. I wish they wouldn't have banned things like Commander Laurel and Premium because I don't like we. You know, we talked about in the dimension in the uh, Dimension Blues Premium episode with a uh, different fight. Like, Laurel's just not the new. The old Laurel's just not that good. Yeah, but like, I think Bushiroad is overreactive to things that they 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 restrict and just don't let things be, exist for a little bit. Like I think it's fine to let no life king exist for, you know, like a few months. Like let people know like oh shit, this deck's crazy. This is the shit you can kind of do in premium, you know, it gets people you know, it, 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 if you let it exist for too long it gets boring, but if you let it exist for a little bit, it can make it look exciting. Yeah. yeah. Maybe like one or two major tournaments so that people can be like, "Oh my god, what is this bullshit?" and then like hit it. Yeah, but I do think it needs to be hit, and I think it. I think at this point, we're probably we're not going to see a no life king hit until January after okay Worlds. After Worlds, okay. so people, so yeah. I would expect another like two and a half, three months of no life king. If it, it, like, if they want to give it its fair shake because standard DIs don't really seem to be doing much, then fine. Standard standard DI card quality, I think, is just too low. Yeah, like. <laughs> The soul charting is abysmal. Well, it, yeah, it's just slow. Yeah, and Gwyn is unplayable trash. But anyway, uh, <laughs> they showed that Gwyn with like the super sweet foiling, and I was like, man, this looks so cool. Except um, this card. If up. only this card was actually like usable. Yeah, right. 
If it was but, five, why, they had it for Royal Wolf Cedar. Why couldn't they make it five? Would have been fine. Yeah, but but uh, I, I think Premium actually looks pretty pretty pretty. Uh, I, I like where Premium has gone. I just don't like the fact that the Life King exists. Uh, also, I think Gizé could uh, is like kind of a side issue. Um, yeah. Unsure. I, I think No Life King is a bigger problem right now. But I think if you do hit Assassin, I think looking at something related to Gize could be important. Uh, just because, like, you don't want to get into a situation where everyone is playing some Gize variant or some, you know, or de- only decks that can, like, tangle with Gize. I just think that's, like, a dangerous road. As in, like, the metagame is becoming, like, developed around this card. Yeah, exactly. It, like, different fights said, it's over-centralizing. Right. Or Solemn or whoever said it. I can't remember. Uh, it was if uh, uh, a different fight was when we were discussing about it, so I'm just going to give him credit. Okay, sure. I don't know what to say, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so I, I do agree with I do agree. With different fights uh, point about that uh, that Gize should probably have something done to it. Um, not because even if it not even if it's overpowered, like it, decks can be beatable but still oppressive in some sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because they warp the format around them. Is there? Is there like a try, like not not tried and true, but just like a consistent way to beat Gize, or is it literally just oh, I got traders faster than you? I mean, I think proofs matches against Gize are kind of like a clinic on like the kind of things you need to be doing in order to beat Gize. Be able to function on one or no counterblast is not only that, but be able to go have power over Gize if the game gets to that point. Yeah, like uh, proof match in the finals of the ARG Nationals. Is like so like his all like his matches are so great, like they just teach you like or they, they you can just watch these matches and w- watch him use f- force gifts to kind of make Gize's power base normal. Yeah, with his first deck, he stacks like so. He, uh, game one, he splits his force triggers or force gifts, and it ends up costing him. And then the next game, I, I, this is how, and we had to, we, we had talked to proof afterward, and you know this was not the case, right? But he split his four triggers. We were like, "Oh!" But then later, you stack them on one, you know. And we, we I thought at the time that he was um, like adjusting in the middle of a match, which I thought was insane because I would have not ex- have expected to stack three four triggers. Mm-hmm. So I, I was thinking he was some kind of super genius at this point, uh, <laughs> which could which could still be true. Hot but, take: uh, Proof is both the Bob Ross and Mister Rogers of Vanguard. <laughs> but but uh. He then just like basically always had a power column that made that basically treated Gize as zero base power, and could still hit through and could still hit through his thirty k base. I mean, so, that, that that's a way to look at the leaders too, where everyone's like, "Oh my god, zero is so powerful!" I'm like it's just plus eleven k to the front row. Yep, think yep. of it like that. So, I think um, how do I say? Uh, I think some, but it basically. The problem with Gize is it locks out certain decks from even existing. Yeah. Awkward. Yeah. yeah, like, you're just not going to play so many decks because if if your opponent Gize's, you have no way to play after that. You have no way to gain the amount of power needed to get to that point. Mm-hmm. And the only reason that um, Bermuda can still tangle is because they had an absurd last set. Yes. And it scares me what they'll do with it. In- and that deck is still insane. Yes. And no. what they're force gifts? Yeah, they're, yeah, they're they force gifts. <laughs> they don't even need those. Uh, Literally, just the the, the big triggers. Force gift Bermuda. Oh boy. Yep. I can't wait. We're probably going to have an episode like this months down the line, where like me or Matt does the intro, and then Rootbeer's like diddly laughing off to the side. It did happen to everybody. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah, but you, yeah, but you normally do the intro, anyways. I know. Who knows? Maybe I'll do it for that episode, Rupier. Maybe I will. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just steal it right from under his nose. I'm, I'm so, not totally against it. Anyway. So, so yeah, I think uh, pre- Premium actually looks pretty interesting. Uh, it's unfortunate that, uh, how do I say, like, I, even if I didn't sell my DP stuff, I still don't really have a DP. I wouldn't have a DP deck anyway, mm-hmm. which is actually hilarious to me. <laughs> you didn't buy Standard either? I didn't. Yeah. I, uh, the deck was, like, I was playing it on area, and the deck was, like, pretty whatever, and, like, I, I still want to own it at some point, but I haven't gotten it yet. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think the deck is great. 
I think the deck is like hyper medium. Hyper medium. Like it is the most medium a deck can be. Okay, so we've we have medium, medium plus, medium minus, and hyper medium. Like it is the the pinnacle of medium. Like like Halloween on a Wednesday. Hyper medium. <laughs> right? Yeah. Like when are you supposed to have your Halloween party? You can't have it after. You have to have it the weekend before. And then everyone's like, what's like so far from Halloween? Yeah, exactly. Like Thursday you do oh, it after, so Tuesday close. you do it before, Wednesday. No, no. People never do it after. It is bizarre. Eh. Once November hits, you can no longer have Halloween parties at Atlas. Are you guys dressing know up this year? God, no. Why? Why would I? I don't know. I... All, right, let me, let, let, all right. Let me tell you what I'm going to be doing on Halloween. I'm going to be uh, sitting in drunk. my room. Oh. No. Sitting in my room, doing nothing. Hopefully. Or this, I'm going to be at work, one of the two. This really bums me out. I am going to a Halloween party at a comedy club, and I'm going to be dressed as Theodore Roosevelt. So, we'll put I'm going to be tired from school and probably playing video games. So, I definitely Googled Halloween 2018 to see what day it landed on. Yeah. And instead, I got the movie Halloween, which is released uh, t- t- tomorrow. Well, no, it, it got released this weekend. Oh. Oh, last weekend? Oh, yeah, it got released last weekend. And it apparently was like a banger of a box office. Next sure. tonight, I mean, the movie reviewing podcast and or Halloween okay, it is, podcast. It is on a Okay, it is on a Wednesday. We did it. All right. That was the joke, yeah. yes. Oh, yeah. So, I will be at work on Halloween. I mean, I will too, but I have the night off, so... Mm. And that that is when I will be going into Westside Comedy Theater's Halloween party being like, bully! Because last year I ran into Epic Lloyd from Epic Rap Battles of History, but I was dressed as Bob Ross. So I'm <laughs> hoping he'll be there this year so I can be like, I'm you! <laughs> yeah, back to Vanguard stuff. Uh, so we got an interesting kind of thought experiment from a fan. I won't say the name just because privacy and it's as follows i feel giving clans more than one gift can help make different deck ideas and make your play count a little more because if you write a force gift then those excel gifts won't work but the unit might still be good in their own right i would like you to i would like you hear what you guys have to say about this aside from several misspellings and grammar uh i think this is an this is the wrong there yeah, wrong there and wrong then. All right, so so if I, I think Excel plus Force is kind of the only one place where this makes sense, mm-hmm. like I think if you look at Force plus Protect, I think it kind of doesn't make a lot of sense. Or like Excel plus Protect. That, yeah, that makes even less sense somehow. Well, yeah, because we'll be just looking at like so. You're really just looking at what if we could put Excel, like like overlay Excel circles on our normal front row circles. Yeah, and also like they've been balancing the cards around what gift they have. Mm-hmm. Like protect explicitly has stronger rear guards and higher power gains because they need something to make up that gap between them and force in terms of offensive power. But I think um, Force Excel could be powerful because there's a mm-hmm. lot of time when you're playing Excel decks where you're like, man, I wish I could just throw this circle on, like, I wish I could just lose this circle instead of, like, throwing it off to the abyss. Mm-hmm. And also, like, it kind of messes with their, like, power base thing that they were doing where Force is 13 and 10. Mm hmm. And. Oh, yeah. Excel circle, but also a 13k base Vanguard. Mm hmm. Question. So, with. Uh... Protect and Excel. Grade twos are nine k. Grade threes are twelve k. Generally, and with fours, mm-hmm. it's thir- ten and thirteen, like you said, Rupert. So I think if if you had like multiple gifts, doesn't this fuck with the number ratio? We're like, all right, cool. I'm a force vanguard, but I'm yeah, you know, I'm twelve k base or whatever, or I was twelve k base. So actually, force protect might make sense. Mm-hmm. Only because you're just giving the protect finishers a force trigger or a force gift, yeah. Ooh, which is real gross. Forty-two K so, bastard. But I don't think I don't think this will increase the diversity of decks. I just think this will make inherently more powerful decks. Yeah, but that's not like, a good I, thing, is it necessarily? Not necessarily. Like the decks will definitely be more powerful only because you have more options. But uh, I don't think it'll. I don't think it'll necessarily make a more diverse metagame. 
If anything, I think it's very possible a deck just becomes really broken. Yeah. At least on at least how the cards are currently constructed. Side note, uh, with premium, do you think it? I think it's been easier to mesh older decks with newer support because of the numbers in Excel or Protect plans versus Enforced plans. I mean, look at spikes. Touche. But <laughs> I mean, you kind of just stuck a new deck on it. Where it's it comes down is the how generic your old support is. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Like. And, and and a lot of like of the clans that were kind of under supported before, your support was fairly generic, and so it carries over well. Great nature, right? But uh, a clan like Murakumo, whose old support was actually very specific and not and not good, like your G deck doesn't your your premium deck doesn't exist. So like Kumo only has standard cards. Like your your, your G zone and like your G like you have no G guards. Mm-hmm. You have bad strides. That have very high costs, and like it, these cards just don't exist. So, it, like Kumo can never be competitive in premium because they just lack the tools to play a G, a G game. Yeah, especially when your win condition has to do with riding, and you can just strike. Mm-hmm. Right. And also, like a lot of premiums or a lot of G era support ended up being really keyword driven too. So there's that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what and bothers me. Not a great keyword. But I, I uh, some people in Proof's Discord were talking about uh, some cool Tenma setups with the new support. Hmm. Like what? Uh, there were I mean, so dual weapon is the classic, uh, but Excel circles basically give you more uh, Tenma power base. Oh. Yeah, that's the thing. That's interesting. Although Tenma's multi attack ability does rely on forcing your opponent to guard. Right. Right. But the idea is so the idea is, is that you because you have more columns, you have more attacks mm-hmm. to set up. So even if they have some to take, um you will still have more attacks to go because you have more circles that can attack. Mm-hmm. So the idea is that because you have more front row circles, you can for you you they you're they can you can allow that they take more attacks. Granted uh-huh. if you're gonna trigger it's still da- dangerous. But you can set up positions where like they, they want to take damage. Hmm. It also probably relies on your opponent not knowing what Kumo does, uh, <laughs> just because like some cards are definitely worth taking, where others are not. Like every so, card game anime ever. Yeah. So yeah, like in the anime, people are like, "That card does that," yeah. and you're like, "Well," but in you know in real life, we'll read your card and be like, "Oh yeah, I don't want you attacking with more of these." Reading Yashibayashi, because that lets you get free. That lets you spend soul instead of counterblast for attacks. Yeah, let's let's not let, let I'm going to take that one and you're you're like, "Hmm, this sucks." I mean, that's also have, the case in the Yu-Gi-Oh anime too where they're like, "Oh, my thing has another ability." Did you know you're like, "Wait, what?" and then stuff happens. To be fair, even in real life you can read a Yu-Gi-Oh card and miss an entire ability. Yeah, uh, of course. And especially with Yu-Gi-Oh's <laughs> weird rulings, you could also misinterpret that ability. Right? I just want so, to see like an episode of the anime where they're like, "All right, so uh, I just have it be as boring and tournament-like as possible." Vanders I'm kind too, of excited for Premium Kumo to like not actually to like play like one G guard because like your G guards don't matter, right? You're never so. using. Might as well just like, use the twenty K like, shield. Yeah, you got a new G guard in V series. It's called Heal Trigger. <laughs> Uh, let, me, let me read it for you. The name of the gotta check my notes here. Stealth Fiend Yukihime. It's uh, grade zero, has 20k shield. It's it. Better than every Murakumo G guard. Shots fired. Oh no, I've been firing these shots for a long time. That's yeah. true. And this, if I had the time and or editing stills, would be where I put the super cut of Matt just ripping on G Murakumo, but. I don't okay. have the time right. You also right. have to go back and find every time I've ripped on Murakumo, which is a lot. That would be the time part. By the way, I play Murakumo. I have Murakumo in standard, even. Yeah. It's like... It's like, it's like, it's like absolutely ridiculous Like <laughs> how much time and energy I've put in this clan, and I just hate... Or I don't mm-hmm. hate it. I just think they're really bad. I actually don't hate Murakumo at all. I'm just like... How is it that... <laughs> In free, the, the the important G was just so awful. Like the bad news from, bears in the first half of the movie. 
They just print strictly better cards elsewhere. Yeah, of course. Or they try like, out what? shit there and then, and then upgrade <laughs> it and send it somewhere else. Shuba Buster. Okay, this is nice. The and... saver? Exactly. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was absolutely revolting. And now he's a 10k Blaster Blade? Oh, my God. I don't know, man. I don't know. But, yeah. Are you... I have to move on standard, so they're pretty sweet. I haven't really played much. There's, there's somebody I'm supposed to play with in real life, actually. We'll see how that goes. I think there was a post on Reddit where they were like, we're looking for people in Annapolis, and I, I forgot to send it to you. Uh, is it the Third Eye Comics uh, game day thing? Might be. I can't remember. This was a- that, that's what my wife likes. Shout out to Third Eye Games and Hobbies. Uh, yeah, that's why that's I play uh, Magic at. And they're uh, having a good day. But it's, I have work that night, so I can only go for like an hour. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, but I'm gonna show. I'm gonna try to show up for even that hour. Yeah. Before I do the work. Well, if they can generate some kind of interest. Right. I mean, I will. I will. I will show up. It's gotta make it at a time I can attend. Mm-hmm. So yeah, multiple gifts. Weird and kind of a bad idea. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's. I think it's interesting. Like, I don't think it's like a terrible idea, but I think you will have to. You would have to redesign cards with that. Yeah. I, I think I, because I just, they have balanced their current system around the gifts, I think with the information we have, we can't really say because the game in its current state wouldn't support that. But I'm just letting you guys know if the game, like the formats that were given, aren't the only formats that you can play. There are plenty of formats made in other games that people just kind of made up. Yep. And like what you could do is you could just say, hey, let's play a two clan game where we combine two clans and have a great time. It's called and Extreme Fight. Yeah, it's called Extreme Fight. Or you can just play a game where you have to use two clans. Mm-hmm. So play some grade threes of one clan, play some grade threes of another clan, and try to do your best to mix them together. Or, or but, you can do like a time capsule format like we did, where it was BTO6 to BTO9, or, sorry, BTO9 and before. Yep. Only. That well, was basically a free break ride. That was, that was fun for about two weeks, and then I can't remember what I did with the Angel Feather afterward. Um. Okay. Yeah, I don't know what happened to it. It was good for teaching people, though. Yeah. Yeah, very good. I, and I had I mean, a lot of fun playing Zero. Well, I think Vera I still have is, my... is great for teaching, too. So far, it's been mm-hmm. easy to teach people. Oh, yeah. yeah. Standard's very nice for that. Yeah. G-Arrow was a giant pain in the ass. Oh, of course. Oh, my God. All the cards yes. had, like, really wacky effects, even at low rarities, and, like, Strides was yeah. another yeah. thing to teach people about. And just yeah. like... Everything just had a wall of text with, like, three skills. Yeah, that was the commons. <laughs> it took me about three weeks to teach my friend Carly. Yeah. It was yep. ridiculous. Like, Leopold is like the most text we've seen on a card since Vieira started, I think. The most oh. complicated deck in, in, in uh, Standard Murakumo has two abilities. <laughs> and it's they're pretty simple. I, I, will, I will actually, that's not true. I think uh, the Rider Rester is kind of complicated, but you know, the yeah. rest of them are pretty easy. So, uh, I hear that Zanbaku has gone up some. How much yeah, did you yeah. get your Murakumo stuff for, Matt? Well, uh, I don't know if I should say it aloud, but... Why? Because you'll get I, stabbed in the street? What's the problem? I, well, I'm, I'm just saying, like, I, I, I got my playset for, uh, for, for a good deal. Okay. But, uh, I, but, well, I, was, I wanted to plug the guy. Oh. But I don't want I don't want to like name my price so people can go harass him about it. Right? Gotcha. Yes, that's a good idea. And go ahead and plug him. If you so want. it's the Magic Satchel on eBay, or Tiskill if you're in Proof's Discord. He's he's a good guy. Ships fast. Uh, everything came in. Everything. Came, oh, so this is very important to me. Everything came very nicely packaged. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's nice. Which is really important. Yeah, yeah. So like all the rares and stuff were in, like a top loader. And, like, everything was, like, sleeved in by playset. Ooh. So it was pretty easy to find everything. Everything was nicely organized. This is, like, really important. So it was, it was, very, ni- it was very nicely done. I really appreciate it. And it arrived very, I, I think I he sent it on Saturday to arrive Monday. Wow. Nice. Yeah. So it was super great. So highly recommend the Magic Satchel. Uh, again, if you're in Proof's Discord, he's there. But, uh, yeah, it was, pre- it, was, it, was, it, was pretty, it was pretty It was pretty amazing. Uh, so... But uh, yeah. yeah. So I, I have Murakumo now. It was, I it was pretty cheap when it came out. Like I think the Zanbakus were sitting at like twelve. I think now they're at like sixteen. 
16 but Fushimi went down from four to like a dollar. So mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know what you make of that. <laughs> I think the set, a play set probably cost you around the same. And I'm playing the nine grade three variant. So I'm playing the four Zanbaku, three Mandala, two, Fush, uh, two Musashi. Hmm. I think that list has become pretty, I think that list has become pretty standard. Really? Mm-hmm. I'm surprised people are actually making good use of Mandala. Well, it gives you two decent rides rather than one. Like a lot of the problem, like uh, with some of the decks that we've called inconsistent, is that they have one good ride. Yes. Mm. And a lot of the decks that are better have multiple good rides. Like yep. if you look at OTT, they have you know Amaterasu, like, Imperial Daughter. Yeah, like f- f- first riding Imperial Daughter is not great, but it's not the end of the world. But you at yeah. least get a plus off it. It's something right. And like uh, riding Amaterasu first is like also fine. And like. It is the preferred first ride. Right. Kagura, it's not the end of the world to ride Waterfall first. It's not the end, you know, it's like, it still does something. Yeah. But, like, it could be an absolute nightmare to, to ride some of those, to ride anything else in, say, like, Grand Blue. Death Rides. Yeah. Uh, Skull Dragon, fucking... Yeah, like, everything but yeah. Baskirk is... Yeah, exactly. Everything. <laughs> well, unless they're five damage, then, then Skull Dragon's really, really funny. I've yeah, sure. I've a fair but, number of times, but... Um, but, sure, sure, but, like... Uh, the first your your first ride to grade three cannot be anything but Baskirk, basically. Yeah, in Pale Moon, what is nice is that you also have two decent rides in Alice and uh, Golden Beast. And then, so now you don't have, play like, Artillery Man. Yeah, so now you have like seventy set rides, and if you play something at grade two that ends up living, and then you ride Mandala. Oh. That's ah. Like so, if they don't like like if you, you know, even if it's in the back row, right? You can just like okay, ride Mandala. I'm gonna call Mandala and the other thing. Like whatever's sitting around, right? Mm-hmm. Cause you can choose Yeah, that's some... pretty good. So you can just randomly plus two. Like sh- for you can like get two cards for a counterblast and a, a counterblast and a soul blast. Yeah, like, that's good. Alright, so, I can see. And and this is kind of what I saw in Wendala when he was first shown, and I was kinda of like, I guess like if you you know if something lives, it's like, pretty strong. Mm-hmm. I guess that's the good thing, is, like, he isn't explicitly tied to his cloning support. Right. Like, the old Mandala Lord is about, you know, like, minus 10 k your opponent's Vanguard, but this one is just, you know, about calling shit. Also, what's cool about Numero Kumo is the clones don't go away. Oh, yeah. Nice. Like, you do lose a bit of power with, like, Million Rad and the Tiger, but... That- you only learn- lose it- you only lose- so that yeah. Million that you call is 4k for that turn. The next turn's 8k. Yep. That's all I was about to say. Like, it loses power at first, but then it's just a unit later. Yep. So that that I think that so like inherently the shadow cloning stuff, or not shadow cloning, the cloning stuff in Murakumo has gotten a bit stronger. Yep. Just because it's permanent. Murakumo is good. They can't believe it. So with with this uh, great deal you got for Murakumo. I mean, I, I, I don't. It was like, it was. It. Was, I wouldn't say great. I just think it was a good. I feel like we're splitting hairs at this point. You got. A... I mean, I, 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 I it's just, it's just. I don't want to. You know, I don't want to feel like anyone's like anything happened. I'm just saying, like, it was. I felt, I felt real good about it. Is what, T- it was, like, that's the best thing to say. TLDR. Like, go visit the magic satchel, but remember, it's not that magic. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like, I, I was really what really impressed me was. The speed and packaging. Yes, that is... That, that is the part that really impressed me. Very nice. Actually, I am getting something from the Magic Sexual tomorrow, and that will be going up on the Nexus Tour YouTube channel on Halloween. So we got a little Halloween special for you guys. You'll find out. <laughs> God damn. All right. Is it a boat? What, what did I get? Sprinklings. That's what I got. Is it a, ba- a... Oh, it's a bag of candy corn. That's a very old reference that I just said right there. Um, <laughs> it's a bag of candy corn. It's an ancient, unearthed bag of pant candy corn. What is from, the... from uh, the ancient? Um, the ancient Mayans had uh, used to eat candy corn on uh, Halloween. <laughs> I think there was a, 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 a like a Lewis Black bit or something where he talks about. Like, I don't think they've ever made candy corn since the twenties. They just recycle it all every year. Yeah, right. Every year they just like dig up in in uh, the dumpsters and like find all the candy corn that people have thrown away because nobody eats that shit and like repack- <laughs> and like clean it up, repackage it. Yeah, exactly. He's like, it, it, it tastes like it's made of oil. 
with that weird point he does with the two hands, just the yeah. yeah. I don't know. God, candy corn is fucking horrible. Yes, it is. it is. Why the fuck are we talking about candy corn? Well, because we were talking about the magic satchel and then Murakumo, and somehow that got us to candy corn and Lewis Black. Next is at night. The everything I just said podcast. All right, all right, so yeah, so but Murakumo is uh, it's a pretty interesting clan. It's definitely interesting how they've evolved since their G era. It's just mm-hmm. unfortunate their G support is fucking trash. Yep. And if anyone wants to say it's not fucking trash, well, uh, I, 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 don't, I don't know, I don't know what you're smoking, but give me some. Yeah. Fight him. No, give me what you're smoking. Awesome. Yeah, I get that part, but like also the. The fight me. We don't want to fight, though. We don't... The easiest way would be through, like, Card Fight Area, and we all hate that piece of garbage program. Oh, my God. Yeah, Card Fight fight Area is a program that exists. That is the nicest thing I can say about it. Yeah. Can we please keep making weird mechanics that break area? Oh, my God. Those are my favorite. Man, Neo Nectar with the tokens is already, like... (laughs) But I'm I'm pretty upset that in Great Nature, Gear Chronicle... What's the last set in this thing? Genesis. Genesis. Yeah, they're oh, all like man. normal. The last hope, right? Well, all we know is that there's a card that reduces Soul Blast card costs by two. And I think there was one other that they yeah. killed like a, a while back, but it was you could put, kinda... You could either like put a unit that's standing or like a card from your into your hand or, like, a card from the drop zone into your soul or something like that. Reduces soul blast cost by two. Yep. Will it affect Wiseman and Premium? I don't know. Hmm. Well, I guess we'll find out eventually. Oh, my guess is probably not, but who knows? You do have to pay a counter blast for it, but I don't um, know how much that's actually worth. For the turn, though? Hmm? What? For the turn counter blast costs less or soul blast costs cost less than two or No, just uh, the next time you do it. Oh never mind, never mind, never mind. Yeah. Sorry, I thought this card was much better than it was. No, no, that, <laughs> yeah, counter be... blast and then reduce the next soul blast by two. That would be pretty bonkers if you did that with the um what's that Regalia stride where you can soul blast six, it gets ten K in a crit, and then you can just keep doing that over and over. So with this you can just like counter blast five or like soul blast four. Counterblast, Soul Blast 4, and you can do that, like, a bunch more times. Or I mean, I guess. Times. I don't know. That seems not great. Anyway. That was the, the first thing that popped into my head. You're sounding like Chris. Also Phil Collins, but, yeah, sure. <laughs> Phil Collins. That's all. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, Phil Collins podcast. <laughs> yes. <laughs> or Peter Gabriel, depending which era you're listening in. Um, Next in the night, the Tarzan podcast. Oh, God. Because <laughs> that's, what, that's what we need, Tarzan. Yes. Um, so it seems that like individual cards in this set, you know, VRs aside, has been pretty cheap, no? Uh, except PBD. Yeah. VRs aside. Oh, yeah, yeah, VRs aside. Yeah, uh, yeah. pretty much only the only thing that's worth a shit is what, like, random double R's and triple R's from Shadow Paladin? Yep. Yeah. Like, they're all, like, five, six bucks. And the re the re so my expectation, or my assumption, and this is based off past evidence, which I'll explain in a second, is that the reason that the prices in this set are so low is due to the existence of the... What do they call these things? The purple-numbered PBDs? Secret, I guess? I just call them numbers. Yeah. That's uh, I don't know if they have the, the numbered uh, Phantom Buster Dragons. Yes. Due to those facing, you know, like, 800,000 bucks, depending on their number, uh, those are dr- inherently driving the rest of the price down because people are opening tons of product looking for these things. So people are opening a lot of product, more than people are buying, and hence that drives the price of the set down. That moment uh, where, is, where you can learn a lesson in card games by watching Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. So the the, re, the so the the reason that I assume this is because in other games, like uh, a great example, this is Force of Will. They would make Chase Ruler like special like 
crazy rare royal, royal ruler cards that would be worth hundreds of dollars. And therefore, everything else in the set was worth nothing. What happened, and so you can kind of judge whether this is good or bad, is that it made people not want to open product to sell because the singles weren't worth very much and you were just kind of hoping you opened these chase cards. This also happened in Magic the Gathering with the Expeditions and Masterpiece cards that were worth a lot of money, is that people would open a lot of product looking for these cards and then the rest of the cards in the set would, be, would not be worth very much. So uh, I, I do think I, this has a lot of um, historical, historical basis. And I suspect that this is happening with AL4 as well. One thing that uh, I learned was that much like Asia Circuit, uh, AL4 was like only given a single print run so far. Mm-hmm. So something tells me in the next few weeks, as people, you know, as shops run out of boxes, that they will, uh, like, the price of the cards will go up for a little bit and then it'll kind of level off as, you know, other things get hyped. But. These, these number of PBDs are, like, p- people are obsessed. I've seen, pe- like, pictures where they're like, I got four of them, and it costs yeah, me. Yeah. They're like $700, five to $700. It's like, if you have one that ends in 69, I believe they're over 1000 <laughs> Yes, that is true. Or or 666 or something like that. Like, some kind of culturally relevant number. Pretty penny. Mm-hmm. Has anyone? Has somebody pulled four twenty? I know there's like a Google Doc where people like. I just know that my friend it. has one, and I will not say the number here. Ooh, interesting. Yep, Patreon, Patreon goal. Get Matt to reveal what number his friend. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he he just posted a picture. I'm like, is that yours? He's like, yep. I was like, nice. Wow, good for him. Did he buy it or did he pull it? Probably pulled it because he's he's that kind of guy. Wow. Yeah. He's a sack. <laughs> I don't. Did Atlas? You know. Do you remember Eric Lau? Yes. Him. Him. Wow. Okay. Damn. <laughs> he 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 is he is a guy. He is he's great. Speaking. Of, he's the one who who's he's the one who taught me to play Vanguard. Really? That's cool. Hmm. Matt's origin story. <laughs> yep. Um. So, what do you think about this? Uh, these low 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 prices coming to a store near you, or at I a mean, store near you. I mean, I guess as people who are like meh investment at the current state, it's nice just being able to get all the stuff you need to play cheap. I mean, you can build a competitive deck for like eighty bucks, right? Yeah, yeah. You can build a near uh, probably like tier one ish deck for eighty bucks. Yeah, like I just got my pale moon stuff for about that much, right? And it's looking like Merkumo is sitting around eighty. Yep. Get it, so, get it now before while supplies last. Right. I mean, the best deck is probably still OCT, but whatevs. But even then, like the hype on that is starting to kind of drop off. Mm-hmm. Yep. There's just more stuff to play. Yeah. Uh, and as there will be more clans that kind of can actually beat OTT, mm-hmm. uh, and there's not very many now, is my point. But like, as there are more, then you'll start looking for matchups to beat those decks. Yeah. And then the metagame will actually develop. But for a while there, the, for the first you know three sets or so, it's just nothing really competing with OCT. Yeah. But now, yeah. now we're starting to climb out of the hole a little bit. And... Mm-hmm. They're starting to print actual powerful clans like elsewhere. Yes. Yeah. And I'm kind of like not excited by the prospects of like Gold Paladin and Ultra Rare. I think Gold Paladin looks pretty whatever. It looks like you have one yeah. shot to kill your opponent, and if you fail, you just lose. Pretty much. See also Aqua Force and Nova Drappler. And yet, but like great this one is especially bad because the the rewriter that kind of is like like Pelador is three Soul Blast, and the deck has like no way to gain Soul except for rewriting. And everything needs Soul. Yeah, and every single card in the set needs Soul. So you just can't use very many effects in a game. So like, do you even use Pelador? Is that like? I mean, I wouldn't. Probably Gurgit is like, all, or not Gurgit. The Ezel's also not great. Yeah, Ezel's not good. Sagaramore is only okay because it's a free card. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't know what you do. I, I, I think if it were me, I would just not play Golds. Yeah, because I don't, I don't want to put in the effort to figure it out. And I, but I know that people are, and I know that like there are some people like testing it already. And 
you know, if if you know, they're putting in the work, I hope, I hope they figure out uh, you know something. And like, I just don't think the, even the best gold bills is going to really be able to be competitive. Yeah. But I, I mean, it could it could and if that if it's fun for you, that's fine. But I just like wouldn't take it to a tournament. Well, I mean, yeah. premium, you might get something something. I don't know. Uh, I think with what we have right now, I don't know that premium is going to work out all that great either. Happen, but right? they are getting a second wave of support in the school booster. Oh, is the school bo- the school booster hits early next year in Japan? Yeah, I yes. think so. I okay, be- I believe it's the next set after. It is the next set after the, this uh, answer of truth. Yeah. Um, Kumo is getting more support. Yeah. So I'm gonna have to uh, play more cards. two sets right oh, no. now. Japan gets it in December. We get it in February. These? Yep. Yeah. Man, that's my new Murakumo cards in February. Yeah, and four it's days so before sweet. my birthday, no less. I wonder who it's going to be. If I need guess, it's going to be the... Um, what's that idiot called? What, to play Murakuma? Kyaki? No. Wait, what? No, there's Wait, no... She... No, it's Roy- Royals OTT Gold Paladin Nubatama Narukami. Good wait, going, group here. Wait, wait, wait. Who, who, Murakuma was in some set right after, was in the set after that, right? Uh, it's in the set afterwards, and it's still going to be Kyo. It's still Kyo. How did when does he show up in this in that arc? I I don't know because I didn't read the manga, but I'm going to assume that it's going to be him because who else would it be? We're really good at our jobs. Shingo. <laughs> what? Shingo, more, Shingo had Murakuma. Uh, yeah, in the original. But he's getting Nubatama. Oh, he's getting Nubatama. Perfect. Yeah, I'm get, maybe he might do the thing where he switches around again, so maybe he might pick that up later. But look, he's on the box for the school booster, and Nubatama is in it. Yeah, he I got the... that part. I'm talking about afterward. Oh, okay, okay. I'm, tr- I'm, tr- I'm yeah, trying but... to figure out what I'm just trying to figure out what Kyo, what 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 Ko is going to be playing, so I know who I'm getting. <laughs> oh, that's all I'm trying to do. Gotcha. Yeah. Because that's also, like, really said after is going to be all for like the AL four people. So, mm. all right, but Kill also plays Nubatama in the manga, apparently. Oh no, it's just the manga doesn't differentiate Nubatama and Murakuma. Never mind. Yeah, my brain. Hurts. <laughs> <laughs> fucking manga, dude. The fucking manga. I mean, I don't think the leaders were around at this point in the manga, unless they were. Who knows? I don't know. Like we're just kind of like randomly attached to the manga. Yeah, it's tumultuous at best. I just want to know who the uh, who the boss is going to be for for new for Murakumo. I have no clue. I don't know. I can't tell who the boss card is just from the art. All right. So in this. Era Murakumo in the old show was Hyaki, right? Yeah. But this is not Hyaki. Right. Hmm. Could be anything. It could just be like... Oh, no, it's Zangeki. What are we talking about? Never mind. Oh. Is that who that is? That thing. I believe it's I believe it's Zangeki. Okay. Do we want to talk about the leaders at all? I mean, this is a grab bag of an episode, and yeah, go for it. Yeah, so like, in the set after set 4, which is all, which is AL4 Part 2, they're also going to be introducing the leaders. Like, as soon as they announced that Link Joker was going to be forced, I think every, I at least called it immediately that it's going to be the leader. So, like, how do we feel about that? Do you think they're going to just get rid of Locke? I'm good with that if they do. I think I think I think it's very possible because like you can't print like because they made Excel or Excel circles kind of defining characteristic of a clan. You can't then have a mechanic that turns them off completely. Yeah, like you have to let people to be able to play their game. So deleters are and deleters are just going to be effectively um, just using the deleters power gain. Yeah. Well, do you think they're going to give a ride lock because? That's been my concern, is there is this card in the original Deleter Trial deck, Daunting Deleter Oxes. It was like Ibuki's card in the movie, and they build it as like your big boss card. So it was like Counterblast 3 Deleters, uh, reti- uh, eat one of your rear guards, delete your opponent's Vanguard plus 10k. But then 
It also had the clause that at the beginning of your opponent's ride phase, if your opponent's Vanguard is deleted, they could discard a card, and if they don't, they can't normal ride. Which is also the same skill that Zonbaku had, and we saw what that became in V-Era, so... Do you think it's possible that the set VR is going to give some kind of ride locking on top of the delete? Hmm. And like five uh, Atlas's copies of Ned Rogue and Grand Blue went from did. two to three. I think if it did, it's going to have some extra restrictions going on. Mm. I don't know what those restrictions will be, but Zanbaku has like a like in the ride lock is does have the restriction of having both left and right arrester. Yeah. Or just two arresters. Uh huh. Oh, no, you need left and right arrester for the no rewrite, but you need. Right. And then you need right arrester on play, counterblast to if you have left arrester and a a Zombaku Vanguard, you can stun. stun. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. So, like, I I, I do think it'll have more conditions than just, you know, do the thing. So, uh, I just don't know what they're going to be. Another speculation Mm -hmm. is that it will delete gifts. Yeah, that was something I wanted to bring up, too. Mm, that could be interesting. That could be interesting. Um, depending on what you're playing against, that's devastating. Being able, like, if something's on an Excel circle, you can take a circle out from under the thing. Yeah. yeah what does that mean? So that means a you retire the card, and b they have to rewrite it in an Excel circle. Assuming it works the way I think it does. Yeah. That's crazy. Protect gives it deletes a perfect card out of your hand. Like. It has a mind crush now, basically. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, and there is already the rule that gifts have to be like differently sleeved from the rest of the deck, so I think there's less room to argue to, to say that there's no gift in your hand, like with that one G-Guard workaround for Gilderai or whatever. Fair. Oh, the Bermuda one, we have to like, bounce a card and call a card. Yeah. You'd be like, oh, I don't have one. <laughs> yeah, like, well, I have to call a card, and you can't prove that I don't ha- that I have a grade zero in my hand without cheating. So, <laughs> but you just bounced one, yes, yeah, so. I mean, this would definitely uh, differentiate Link Joker from you know other Force clans, and it seems like uh, Bushrod is making more of an effort to differentiate, uh, differentiate clans from each other. So this would be an easy way to do it, albeit something that could throw the balance off. I have an important topic. Yeah. What Excel gift should I get for my deck? Oh my god. Uh, me, I've been doing just the generic ones with cool sleeves. That's That's been my method because... Right, so I want something inherently less lame than that. Fuck you. Um, <laughs> you could do the character ones, like the uh, Asuka, Kyo, etc. Um... Or you yeah, like anybody all, who plays an Excel the, clan? All the Excel clan characters are so crappy. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Although if you if you tell that about Asuka to our friend Ash, she will punch you in the stomach. But don't, uh, yeah, just don't tell her I said that. Easy. And I don't think she even listens to this podcast. I'm pretty sure none of our friends listen to the podcast. <laughs> uh, <laughs> our, friend, our friend James does. Oh, does he? Yeah. He yeah. Does. Anyway, but, but we're going to find out if she does. Yeah. But Jake, don't tell her either. All right. Thank you. <laughs> um, you could do. Uh, I, I think if you want to like, if you want something cool, uh, but doesn't you know cost you money for people. I might uh, just get the Zombaku ones. To be yeah, honest, I was going to say you could do just the unit ones where you have a Zombaku one and a Gigarex one. It's blah 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 blah. blah. Well, no, I'm just, just going to go like four Zombaku ones. You'll never have like more than four, right? Nope. Has anyone ever had more than four gifts sitting on the table? Uh, I've had up to four with Tachikaze, and that is it. All right. I was quite lucky. Um, yeah, I've never seen anyone have more than like three Excel gifts anyway, but I'm just going to get four just to be safe. Yeah. What I've been doing is, uh, so I, I have clear sleeves for Tachikaze, clear sleeves, the normal, just generic Excel gift on one side, and then the Excel gift is with Gigarex on the other. And then when you're not using them, you have them as Digirects, and then when they're in use, you flip them over and put them on the mm-hmm. table. That way it's easier to tell the difference between that's a circle, that's, you know, my gift pile over there. Neat. Yeah. Um, hooray. So that was about it. I, I don't have anything else for this grab bag of an episode unless you guys have... There was that one comment suggestion we had. I don't know if we actually want to talk about it. What the thing well, about? we have to now. <laughs> I, I mean, 
Wasn't specific enough that we really have to. Well, again, you brought it up. This would just be a mm-hmm. dick move to not... Alright. So, let me just pull the comment up. I think we can talk about this quickly, because we're going to talk about why we're not taking his suggestion at the current time. Sure. So, this is a super long... I'm going to try to read it as fast as I can. So... A comment we got was, was thinking about an idea for a future episode. With the release of Psycholia Strife, we got a taste of what second wave support for clans look like. The VRs don't synergize well with existing VRs. Do you think that Bushiroad intends for them not to to be the star of your deck and not synergize with other VRs? Cards like Imperial Dogger and Waterfall seem like they could be evergreen and slotted into all decks in the future. Granted, they don't get better finishers. And running double VRs would be optimal, but do you think their design team only intends people to use one type of VR and lock it through card synergy? Is that healthy? Can you see deck prices getting worse if you need multiple VRs? And that was basically the extent of their question. So I actually like I actually think the uh, yeah. the topics they brought up here are like pretty interesting. I, I think I think um like deck deck prices probably will go up because I think mm-hmm. decks will in general in, I think in generic support they likely will need multiple VRs. I think especially mm-hmm. if you look at clans like um uh like uh, like it's very easy for Murakumo to need multiple of them. It's very easy for clans like uh, Royal Paladin or not maybe not Royal Paladin specifically, but you know, a clan like Grand Blue, if they got a second wave support to need additional mm-hmm. VRs. Just because like they need a second ride that's like, you know, usable. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. or like Tachikaze in a second wave support would definitely play with a second VR. Yep. So yeah. I think the the Problem. The problem with his thesis is that he he's using the psychology Psyqual- booster as a well. That's the thing as, is like we're bringing a, it up in the context of the psychology booster, and right. the problem with the VRs there isn't that they're VRs; it's that they're grade fours. Right, and grade fours inherently bring a lot of inconsistency to the deck. Where if it were just a normal grade three, it would not have that same kind of inconsistency. Yeah, like, if Exculpate and Nofel were grade 3s, I think this discussion would be pretty different, because we could look more into trying to integrate those cards into the deck, but because there's grade 4s, like, you have to adjust your deck ratios to fit that in, and then a lot of the new support in that set was just, okay, here, find your grade 3 so that you don't completely lose the ability to play this game if you don't start with one in your hand. Yeah, but this is a topic I'm totally willing to talk about, and yeah. I think we I think we can talk about it pretty in depth. But I would like to wait till probably the second set of wave two support, or yeah. at least till we know kind of what's going on with the second yeah. set of wave two support. Mm-hmm. I like, once we've had a couple uh, streams showing the VRs yeah. and what what the what their yeah. themes will be set. Like but as I, soon I, as they announce like all of the current wave of support, one of the first things on my mind is like we're gonna have to talk about Bushi Road's design philosophy for second wave support. But and originally. We were just going to hold off until the mini booster, but then we saw what it was with the grade fours, and we were like, eh, this seems a lot more like an outlier, not a proper indication of how second wave support is going to go. So, yeah, yeah I, like I, that I, said, I, we're just going to wait. I find it incredibly unlikely that we're going to have second wave support full of grade fours. Yeah. I hope they don't. Right? I, I think with what we're seeing in, like, ultra rare and now the, like, current set, we're not seeing any grade fours. Like, this is first wave support, so that doesn't necessarily mean anything, but, like, I highly doubt it. Because if they were going to make grade fours the dorm outside of Gear Chronicle, then we would have seen it already. Mm-hmm. Plus, we still so, have first wave support to get through for aforementioned Link Joker, but also, like, Bermuda Triangle and Nubatama. We're, we're almost there, though. We are almost there. Yep. We are almost there, but that'll start in 2019. And yep. so basically, we'll get to it. We haven't forgotten about you. Yeah. Yeah, this is definitely something I, I, I think we should uh, should definitely we should talk about. And I think the topic's good. I just think it's um not the right time for it. I yes. think mm-hmm. uh, I just like, think that this is a is a bit misdirected. Yeah. You want to aim at the future sets instead of yeah, the like, all like, the But we like, trust me, I wanted to talk about yeah. Like I wanted to talk about this with the mini booster, but like grade fours are just not the right context for it. So, yep, yep. Either way, and people are. No, go ahead. Oh, oh, sorry. People are playing Exculpate as like low numbers in the um, royal decks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Uh, I think, and I think that might work better because it means you don't have to play all the search for exopate garbage. Yeah. Or discard exopate to fix your ride garbage where you can just kind of like, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to sometimes draw exopate and it's going to be great. Yeah. And also, as our final point, King of Knights Alfred is just not an interesting card and we don't want to talk about him. Backed. Well said. Also, Alfred Early just lumped in there. Um, but seriously, though, thank you for, like, if you, if you guys have these kind of questions, please do not hesitate to ask, uh, I you know comment on the the Facebook post that I put that we put up every week with the episode or tweeted us or Instagram. I have this one guy who asks me questions every single time a piece of Vanguard news comes up, but he does this thing where he'll tag me and then use my name in the tweet, even though the tag has my name anyway. Mm-hmm. So it'll be like At- Atlas Novak. Hey Atlas, I'm like what? The name's already there. You're good. <laughs> You're just wasting characters at this point. Anyway, uh... Before we close it out, I want to say one thing that's kind of, like, not serious. Yeah. So Million Rats flavor text in the new Million Rats flavor text is... That's not a cloning technique. It is actually multiplying. Wow, Which, that, uh, that's so it's not flavor text. It just accurately describe what the card does. Yeah. <laughs> and it sounds, and now this just makes me think he has a bunch of, like, ninja rat buddies waiting in the wings, and anytime he wants to use... Who's like his cloning technique, quote unquote? He just like throws down the smoke bombs, and his buddy like really quickly runs in to make it look like he multiplied. Right, Harry, get in here. Let's go. <laughs> My favorite thing about the flavor text for Million Rat is this sounds like the way Matt talks. <laughs> what? Oh, because it says actually. Yeah. <laughs> the the only I, way I, it have, can... I need to fix a lot of things. I'm sorry. The only way it could sound even more mad is if the word medium or objectively are in there somewhere. That is not objectively. This is not an object. This is not a cloning technique. It is actually factually objectively multiplying. <laughs> exactly. This is not a medium cloning technique. <laughs> it is actually multiplying. <laughs> triangle cobra, cobra triangle. Sunrise, sunset. All right. You can find us on Twitter. At Nexus at night or on Instagram. You can find me at Atlas Novak. Find me at Wiggums, two G's, two Z's. Find me at Plasma Eclipse. And uh, until next time, I'm excited. I'm 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 cautiously optimistic. Same. And have a good night, everybody. Hashtag callbacks. <laughs>